0: What's up, fellow Zeros? Thanks for tuning into Zero's Talking Heroes, the podcast that's doing future shit. Yeah, that's right. I'm your friend Joe, and joining me to talk to you about the new Terminator movie, Dark Fate, I have another augmented human.
1: I figured you'd go with that. Shut up.
0: <laughs> you don't know me. And his name is Sequel. You just heard him.
1: The podcast that keeps its phone in a potato chip bag. Oh, that's a good one. Yep. I like that. And here was Corey's, the podcast that's never going to fucking call you Carl. He lied, Carl. <laughs> we yeah. will. I hope we have somebody named Carl listening right now. That'd be great. They're like, they know me.
0: <laughs> if we, name's we, Carl. We...
1: Email in at cthpodcast@gmail.com. Boom. Nice,
0: Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Felt good. Not going to lie. <laughs> Before we get into Terminator stuff, though, we've been watching other things. Hey, Sequel, what have you been watching?
1: I finished season one of Daredevil finally. You and did it. It's been a year in the making. The last few episodes of season one is tremendous television, outstanding. Really got me hyped for season two. I'm um, about midway through season two. Got a lot of stuff going on and. Uh, so you saw Frank Castle, right? I saw Frank okay. Castle. His trial's over. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting. I don't really care for Elektra too much in this. She's not great. Um, the last episode I saw uh, uh, Wolf, uh, Kingpin's back. They show him at the very right. end and lifting weights in prison. So I'm excited for the continuation of that. I watched episode of two, to, 2 of Silicon Valley. I don't know if you started it yet, Joe. I didn't. I forgot about it again. Is it still good? Jared. It's the season of Jared. And if he's your favorite character, like he is mine, you're you're in for a treat. I oh, no, You don't Jared, get a Jared lot goes. of Jared scenes, but you get the most out of Jared. The most bang for your Jared. <laughs> exactly. Wait. <laughs> no, nah, I said what I said. Jared rages out in what? episode two. He goes ballistic, and it is outstanding.
0: <laughs> See, I imagine him going ballistic is like just a really meek version of going ballistic. No, he's no, like, no, 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 no. You, fatty dick.
1: <laughs> No, I'm sure he actually goes insane. He's literally insane. Yeah, yeah it's a, he's in a blind fit of rage. I can't wait. Yes, I can't wait for you to watch it so we can talk about it.
0: God, I want to watch it so bad. Let's stop the podcast.
1: <laughs> Let's just watch it. There are quick episodes. Yeah, we could bang through that in an hour and get back here. The only movie I remember watching this week is Rocky 2. <laughs> remember watching. I watched a lot of stuff that I just forget to talk about. Rocky 2, it's my favorite Rocky movie. And I, I had a rough day on you to pick me up, so I put on my favorite Rocky movie and it Sure, inspired me. It was really uplifting, and we've talked about Rocky. This is the one where he a wins. Lot. So it's, it's the one where he yeah. wins. <laughs> yes, he wins the title. Yo, Adrian, he did it. And uh, that's about it for me, Joe. What have you been watching?
0: All right, this is going to be a short segment because right. I have like one thing to talk about. I watched Foxcatcher. Oh, the the uh,
1: Tanning Chatham. Channing Tatum, Channing Tatum, Tanning Tatum, yeah, Steve Carell, Mark Carrell. Ruffalo, where they all look really weird and creepy. Yes, I seen that's one of Corey's favorite movies, yeah. I believe, and I've seen that a few times. It's uh very accurate.
0: <laughs> uh yeah, right. I forgot that it was based on. Oh yeah, an actual event. Because it's, it's a good movie, but like I don't think I'm ever gonna watch Foxcatcher again. It's uh. I don't think depressing. I need to. Yeah. It's depressing. It's weird. It's really weird. It's it's a
1: slow crawl to not much. My favorite scene is when he... Two, I have two favorite scenes. Is he freaking out in a hotel room? No. When okay. he goes to do the demonstration in front of his mother, and his mother just, like, leaves. <laughs> <It's> like, oh.
0: <laughs> that's really awkward. That's a, that's a Steve Carell classic scene right there.
1: And when he... "Quote unquote wins his like senior wrestling tournament, and, and they see they like, a pay the guy. <laughs> yes, yeah. the guy he's pinning is just like just just,
0: just get no, it over exactly. with. <laughs> exactly,
1: exactly. <laughs> um, you should watch the thirty for thirty they did about um, Foxcatcher compound because oh, really? that they crap did a really. For yeah, wow. oh yeah,
0: or thirty four thirty rather.
1: Yeah, John John Dupont's uh, really messed up. Is he the guy?
0: This sounds. This is gonna be a very stupid question, but the Dupont car is a NASCAR yes, car. That's, yes, That's That family. Jeff Gordon's okay. Dupont. Yeah, that's All the right.
1: Dupont family.
0: Oof. Yeah. I feel like that kind of taints it a little bit.
1: You know what? It was a big story at the time, but like no one really made the connection. I want I to say I never knew about it. No, so.
0: exactly. So. See, I did. I did immediately. I'm like, is that the Jeff Gordon car? <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh. Because he was like our number one NASCAR driver. Growing up,
0: yeah, he was the most famous of the all. Him and Dale Earnhardt, exactly. Yeah, that's it. it has Foxcatcher. In this. Yeah,
1: no, I like that movie.
0: It was good. It's just I don't think I'm ever gonna go back to it. I don't think there's much of a need. It's
1: a lot of cocaine use in that movie. <laughs> More than I expected yeah. to see. I didn't expect cocaine in my wrestling movie. It's just
0: casual cocaine, and that's what we've been watching. I don't think Corey sent me anything that he watched. I think he starts with his general thoughts which, what we're going to do after the movie facts movie facts for Terminator god Joe <laughs> get it together Terminator Dark Fate which is a new release which means it came out in 2019 that year we in right now it's rated R it's two hours and eight minutes long directed by Tim Miller of Deadpool fame I'm sure he did something else I just don't know what it is <laughs> offhand This movie was really kind in keeping me to the five-name quota established. It stars Linda Hamilton, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Mackenzie Davis, Natalia Reyes, and Gabriel Luna. That's it. It's a big five. That's it. No no one else really does anything (laughs) in this movie. Exactly. Appreciate it. Budget, $185 million. That's high. It is high, and it hasn't made that back yet. No, it hasn't. It's not going to. Probably won't. Not even worldwide, probably. Nope. Uh, grossed 132 million so far worldwide, and it's 37 million domestic. That's a big oof.
1: Fans are done with Terminator. Apparently, they're and just they, done. They advertised the hell out of this they movie. They did. Oh, we've seen previews for this going every, close every to a movie year I've now. seen, yeah, yeah, for like the past six months.
0: Oof. That's gonna be a little of a money
1: sinkhole for them, but probably the last Terminator film we're gonna get.
0: I would imagine, unless James Cameron decides to do one. Just James Cameron proper. Yeah. Doubt it,
1: though. He's too busy making five avatars. I think they're done, and they're just spacing them out. Oh, really? I think they shot, like... <laughs> they shot them all in 40 a hours of avatar <laughs> footage, and they're just breaking it up now. <laughs> I think. I think I read that somewhere. I'm not sure. I could be totally wrong, but... I guess that's the way
0: to do it for continuity's sake, because like, you don't have to worry about actors aging.
1: I mean, they filmed... Back to the Future two and three back to back. I think that was the first time, like any movie franchise did that. That's the thing they did with the Matrix also. Um, what if they shot them out of order? Like this is from Avatar <laughs> three. This is from Avatar six. They might. They might have. They just because I doubt they filmed it chronologically. They probably. I don't think any movie does ever. Oh, uh, some some do. Certain certain really? films they film Yeah. Beginning to end. It's weird because you get those directors that really want to like. Torture the actors and actresses and like really get their emotions going. You see it generally with oh, like horror movies, and... so it goes throughout the movie, like yeah. it progresses
0: throughout the performance.
1: Yeah, because, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, but it doesn't make if you have a multiple location film, yeah, it does not make sense to do it that way whatsoever. Film a romantic you, comedy or drama or something, you really could with Avatar, that's gonna be 90% green screen. That's true.
0: I still have to see that movie one day.
1: It's okay.
0: I, I hear it's okay, and it's three hours, so it's I'm just not, okay. not in a rush. The score is back to Terminator Dark Fate It has a 72% on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't think it's certified. It's not certified. No. It's awkward for us. Yes, it is. Audience score of 84%. IMDb 6.5 out of 10. Metacritic 54, and the user score on Metacritic is what surprises me the most. It's a solid 4.0. Huh. The progressively went down. Yeah. Those are the movie facts for Terminator Dark Fate. We're going to give you our general thoughts about it, which are spoiler-free, as always. I guess we'll do Corey's last. Yeah. Yeah, That makes sense. You can go ahead and go first.
1: Okay. Very mediocre movie. There's not a lot to it. It's recycled plot garbage. Um, If you like Terminator 1, or Terminator and Terminator 2, this movie both honors it and shits on it at the same time. It's really weird like that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's a great way to put it. That I didn't realize I felt until just now.
1: Um, That's fun. I thought the the actions mediocre. Nothing feels like real. Uh, it's. I laughed at certain parts. I have very really mixed feelings about this, but overall, it's just like kind of okay to me. Joe, what'd you think?
0: I thought this movie was reasonably solid as far as. I've never seen the Terminator movies after two, but Terminator one and two are the gold standard. This one is like. It's fine. They tried to do too much. The charm of the first two movies is that they're like plot and emotion driven, and this one is just. took to the skies for action sequences, quite literally. Like, I could have used one or two less action scenes and giving me a more coherent story. It's like they just made the same. tried to make the first one over again, but they changed the plot point. Eh. I can't go much further without giving things away but true could have been handled better and Corey says I have to scroll it's really long <laughs> that's what she said <laughs> nice uh, Corey's general thoughts I, I like Dark Fate it was by no means a perfect movie but it started quick and didn't feel like it dragged for me don't know why this movie needed to be made and certainly don't like some major plot points but cool villain good action
1: That, alright
0: I do agree it didn't need to be made, I don't think.
1: I mean, it's unnecessary, but... This movie... Uh, yeah.
0: The box office numbers reflect this movie didn't need to be made. This movie feels a lot to me like the Men in Black International. Like, we didn't need another no. Men in Black, but we got one and no one really cared, and I think that's the same story with this.
1: I, I can... I see, I see you. I see your point there. Okay. I happen to like Men in Black International quite a bit. Really? Yes, I do. That was okay. I like... I don't know. I do. I I thought that was unique, where I feel this is not... Fair enough. Okay.
0: And from here on out, we're going to be spoiling Terminator Dark Fate. If you haven't seen it yet, you probably aren't going to, but, you know, in case you are, this is your chance to get out before we get into the spoilers. You've been warned. And let's do this.
1: So, I've seen Terminator and Terminator 2 a boatload of times. I've seen them once each. I've seen the other ones. They all kind of blend together for me, and they're not memorable to me at all. So, and I think this one kind of just is a sequel to Terminator 2. It's as if the other ones yeah. didn't happen. That's what I'm gathering. They Halloweened it. So. Or, yeah, Halloweened it. Right? Yep. Yeah. So, those movies are irrelevant, so this is a direct sequel to T2. I never need to see them. Great. So what? For my opening thought, this movie honors the first two Terminators and craps on them at the same time. Terminator 2 was all about protecting John Connor, right? Protecting Edward Furlong's character, and they kill him off pretty early on. In, uh, <laughs> in, uh, immediately. Immediately. Pretty much. Yes, in this one. And they did that in Alien 3. Like, Aliens is all about protecting Newt, and Newt dies Instantly. <laughs> in Alien 3. And, like, it just... I didn't care for Edward Furlong that much in, in Terminator 2. It's and crazy that they brought him back. They, they did. They bring him back. They de-age him. Well,
0: I think they probably just... see That was all CGI, probably.
1: The, the timeline's wonky as hell, because I think T2 came out in 90. And this was 98, and he looks exactly the same. They make it a point to put the year 1998 on that, because it's after Judgment Day. Oh, maybe. And he looks the same age. And Linda Hamilton looks exactly the same. Um, That's a little bit of a problem. So, by honoring the first two, again, these movies are about two robots, except this one is an augmented human, so it's like half human, half robot, I guess. Um, One going back in time to protect somebody that's going to be important for the future. The other going back in time to kill said person to... Classic Terminator. Classic Terminator. Okay. And you're going to kill the person we're trying to protect in Terminator 2 to totally make 2 irrelevant.
0: Like, I don't... Well, it's not irrelevant. It's it's just a dumb thing they do because they set up a new timeline and a new disaster.
1: Yeah, they... Because, different... like,
0: they're safe from Judgment Day, but they just create the same
1: thing just down the line. They destroy Skynet, but I guess the technology yeah. still exists, so a different company called Legion takes it over now i like that part of it i thought that was pretty creative because just because you stop an idea from happening by one creator doesn't mean that someone else can't have the same idea and create it along the uh, along the lines it's simultaneously interesting but also really lazy it feels it is lazy because it's the same stuff we get from the first two movies right they didn't do really anything different with the plot at all no no Mackenzie Davis, I thought is the best part of this movie. She's very good. Yes. I like her in this a lot. Her action sequences feel real to me. I like how
0: I like how they're I wanna say shot, but I don't know if that's
1: true. Maybe choreographed. The fight sequences? Yeah. Yes. And a lot of what we got for the trailer I thought were the heavier action sequences, the more memorable ones to me anyway.
0: Yeah, the the slower ones, like the her and the the auto plant. Yeah,
1: with, with the sledgehammer.
0: Yeah. That was, that was pretty cool. I've seen the one of her fighting the dude on the car hood. Yes. About 12 times before. Yeah, I saw that's the movie. pretty
1: reminiscent of Terminator 2 also with the yeah. freeway chase scene. I mean, the fact that um, her weakness, her augmented humans. She's an augmented human. Yes. So she when she, she served for the resistance in the future, she was. On her deathbed, essentially, and she volunteered to be augmented. So would they put machine parts in her, and they made her a better version of herself physically. It's one of the dumber parts of the movie, when
0: she actually is like, I volunteer, um, yeah. augment me. It's like, first of all, what if you were unconscious? Second of all, apparently that's all it takes. Yeah, <laughs> I mean...
1: I don't I, even think she was hurt that bad, They're Like, you're going to be fine. Oh, she's <laughs> bleeding out, I feel. Is she? Yeah. That was just the lie they tell her? Yeah, Probably. Yeah, yeah. How come no one offered that? How come no one was like, we can save you, but we can augment you? Maybe it's just something like, soldiers really, know, you know going in. I don't know. It is kind of thrown in there, yeah. and it's very convenient it's to very the plot. It's very dumb. Yes. It, it, it kind of
0: made me laugh when she
1: said it. Yes. I volunteer. Augment me. <laughs> but just the fact that augmented humans are only available for short bursts of energy, so she's constantly has to... like they burn root. hot and bright, but fast. Yep. They just They're r- like the guys from Blade Runner. She has to refuel. She has needs a a cocktail of drugs <laughs> that she has to inject. And First she needs water, and then we find out the water doesn't do anything. The water doesn't do anything. Just, she was really thirsty. Apparently, <laughs> she's really thirsty. Um, what do you think of the action sequences?
0: I like most of them. There's one I don't like. Which one's that? It's
1: the one in the air in the jet or whatever. Okay. That's Fair. Real stupid um a lot of the action seemed like cheesy to me none of it felt like real like it felt really over the top really quickly shot like it was hard to follow when something blows up or there's a car accident i should feel something especially seeing it in the dolby theater like with the sounds intense and Mm -hmm. the chair vibrating is this kind of like happened by the way, I'm going to talk about my movie theater experience. I can't wait because you teased this before we started. So the movie started at seven o'clock. Normally, I get there in time to see Little Maria Menounos. <laughs> However, I got there exactly at seven o'clock. But it's a science seating, so I should be okay. It's a weeknight, so I, I should be fine. I you went on Saturday. I canceled twice during the week. Really? Yeah, just didn't want to go. Yeah, i had other <laughs> things going on and i really wasn't that excited to see the movie fair enough keep going so the weeknight at our amc has a person by uh selling the tickets then going to the ticket booth to rip the tickets i don't know why she doesn't rip them as she sells them seems really weird to me but she was going back and forth yeah, so again We buy the tickets over the phone, so I have to wait for her to scan my phone. So there's a long line of the tickets, and she's looking right at me. And I'm like, just scan my phone. I got to get in there. So even though, like, I bought my ticket ahead of time and I could go to the front, I wasn't able to enjoy that privilege. Secondly, when I purchased my ticket that afternoon, I was the first person to buy my ticket. I chose J-11. Oh, no, someone sat right next to you. There's probably 17 people in the theater. Yeah. 12 of them had to be in my row. (laughs) And I got there late. So it's really awkward walking down the row and sitting between 12 people. I had someone directly to the right of me and directly to the left of me in a really spacious theater. And I got there late, and it's like I got to the beach and saw two groups of people and positioned myself right in between them. But I didn't, man. That's the ticket I bought. I probably just should have sat in the back in the back corner and moved <laughs> someone else, bought that seat or something. You didn't make any new friends is what you're saying? No. So oh. the lady to my right clapped, literally clapped every time Linda Hamilton appeared on screen. <laughs> and she's in the movie a lot. She sure is. And it long was long scenes. not... A loud clap, but not a soft clap either. It was definitely very I think
0: this thing goes like annoying. right next to your ear.
1: Like it, she was purposely just You won't be able to see it at home, but she went like this. I'll hear that. <laughs> and then she maybe she had a hearing problem because she's one of those people for her What did ring... you just say? <laughs> for her ringtone uh... or for her phone when it goes off or she gets a notification, the flashlight. Flashes. Brightly. Oh, no. That's so annoying. In a movie theater, man. Come on. That's bad theater etiquette. Yeah, totally bad theater etiquette. Like, again, I have my phone out. No, you're not supposed to. I check the time every once in a while. I just hit the button to so check can tell the time. You're enjoying a movie? Yes. And if I get a notification, that's Android, so I'll get the, either the blue flash or the green flash or something. I will turn the phone around so it's facing towards the floor and not towards my face. I just turn around and check the time every once in a while. The people to my left talked really loud. Really loud. So I got to hear their thoughts on every scene of the movie. But again, it wasn't something I was really excited for, so that part didn't bother me. It's just I always had these terrible movie guys, experiences. What, guys, what are we thinking? I gotta do a podcast on this movie. Ugh. What should I bring up? Seriously, man.
0: What Is was it... your favorite scene? What was your least favorite scene?
1: And they showed up after me. So they showed up mid credit and all right, if you show up to the movie like before the preview starts, people talk at like a normal volume. But then once the previews start, they kinda shut up, maybe hear like some whispers that's fine, it's the previews. But to show up mid-preview and talk regular volume, come on, man. Come on.
0: <laughs> they hadn't started adjusting it. They started at full volume like everyone else.
1: Yeah, but they just stayed
0: there. Oh, well, that sucks. <laughs> they just stayed there. People are the worst. Everybody out there, if you're listening to this, when you go to the movie theater, don't talk during the movie. No. Just, just don't. Just do don't, it. don't. Just don't do it. Don't, don't ask do questions. It. It will all will be answered. If it's a competent movie, the movie will tell you what's going on.
1: 95% of the time, I go to the movies by myself. And Same. the reason I do that is because it's not a social gathering. It's, <laughs> you're going there. You're, you're going into the, the world of the film, right? You're immersing yourself in that. You're not interacting with anybody. Like, if somebody I know is excited to see the movie, I'll go with them, and we'll talk about the movie after we're done seeing it.
0: Yeah, right, social... so it's like
1: fresh in, their, fresh in our minds. Yeah, the social part is before and after the
0: movie. Exactly. Not during people. I don't want to hear your thoughts. I'm sure no one listening is one of those people. But if you are, please change.
1: Yes. And the worst, the worst movie theater person is someone who likes to say something loud and think they're funny. Oh. <laughs> and it's like waiting for like the the chuckles or the applause i don't know what they're waiting for but it's like uh i, I can't had one stand kid
0: it like that in my theater when i saw endgame uh, i didn't mind because the audience participation in that and my first viewing of that was amazing okay so it didn't piss me off but like if it was any other movie it would have pissed me off so bad
1: exactly it's like they feel this mystery science theater yeah
0: <laughs> nobody nobody signed you up to a contract to commentate this movie oh my gosh put start it on your YouTube channel a, start
1: a podcast be a competitor of ours yeah just don't ruin my theater experience it anyway. be really bad so you send more viewers our way had to get that off my chest okay do you feel lighter now do you feel I do fresh I and do. ready I to go I feel better I've been holding it in since last night so. Corey's happy
0: <laughs>
1: wherever he is wherever he is uh, any thoughts from you Joe no not really okay no. <laughs>
0: great I'm trying to Stone think with things <laughs> that we didn't already talk about. I talked about how dumb the augmented scene is. We talked about fight scenes. Yep. I thought the reveal. So super obvious, right? Half of it is incredibly obvious. The other half, I wasn't sure about how they are going to tie the relationship together, I guess.
1: Okay. I, like, I knew
0: that she was the person that needed to be protected. It's, it's dead obvious when Sarah Connor says it and then... Whatever her name is. Mackenzie Davis' character. I don't remember. Um, she says nothing. Grace. Grace and she, she just says nothing. She oh, she, she
1: insults Sarah Connor and walks yeah. away, saying, like, if your mother married, why do I want to beat the shit out of you much that? 10 seconds yeah. or something? So, yes. So, Sarah Connor comes to the aid of Grace and Danny. Right? Danny is the person, yes. the girl they're trying to protect. Grace is... I young. like her too. I yeah, like, uh, she's good. Natalia Reyes. She's, yep. she's, she has a good job with it. It's very 2019 culture with, with um, the emphasis of strong women, I would say, that uh, that did not really yeah. exist in action films prior to the last couple of years, I feel. I mean, you have your exceptions like Rigby and Alien and Linda Hamilton and Terminator. All James Cameron-related movies. Exactly. He he gets it. Um. But this was like an all-female-led drive until three-quarters of the way through, I guess. Well, he, Arnold comes back sooner than that. It's like two-thirds of the way. I maybe. feel like that kind of starts
0: Act 3 when he goes into the picture. I feel like it's like in the middle of Act 2, because otherwise Act 3 is real long. Eh. It's pretty long. I
1: think, at, I want to say it's the last half hour of the movie.
0: I want to say he's in it for like 45 minutes. Like to someone
1: hour. watch this and timestamp it for us. Yeah, because I'm not doing it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm probably not gonna see this again either. Um, so well, Danny's the one they're tra- they're protecting. Grace is protecting her. Sarah Connor joins the joins the party and joins the party pretty much. And Sarah Connor's on the impression. Okay, you're just like me. You're gonna give birth to the savior of the world, and you're and you're gonna be Mother Mary. And it's so obvious that no. It's not the case that she is the savior. She is going to lead the resistance. Yeah. She is John. They even flat out say, Oh my God, you're John. <laughs> That's a line from the movie. <laughs> she, and
0: more than once. Yes. She doesn't just say it with him. You're John. She's John. You're John.
1: <laughs> For John. Yes. John Connors. Danny's the savior. Danny's the new John. Yes, and she's John. That's supposed to be like the big reveal. I feel, and I feel it's very telegraphed, very on the nose. Oh yeah, and, and for we sure. See that? One thing I didn't understand. Was, it was obvious from the trailers of the movie. Sorry. So, John gets killed early on by a Terminator. So I guess Skynet sent several Terminators back into various points in history to try to kill. John that's also Connor. a line in the movie. Yes. Yes. Sarah Connor's getting texts from what ter- turns out to be the Terminator that actually kills John Connor. With some kind of weird precognition slash access to the alternate timeline. Yeah, that's that's the coordinates that Grace is supposed to reach out to. I guess the only reason that makes sense is because Danny is able to tie the two together. Because Danny knows what's going to happen. Future Danny knows what happens to past Danny. I guess. Right? Right that's that's the only way he 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 would be able to help because they did it already which is weird that means time is in a loop there right yeah kind of i've i've seen that look before you always give that look
0: oh my god you know me
1: (laughs) man i don't want to argue about time travel we're not don't worry we don't have time for that yes Time travel is hard to get right. No one agrees on it. So get over people. it, people. Yes. This and was, I think they do that.
0: They stick to him enough. Yes. I don't, I'm not going to fight time travel in no. this movie. No. It just leads to dumb plot points. It and does. Kind of dumb ideas. It sure does. But the time travel part is like,
1: it's fine. I've yep. seen worse. Agreed. So let's talk about my favorite character, which is Carl. <laughs>
0: Carl Arnold.
1: Our relationship is not physical. <laughs> Just, first of all, having him age works, I guess, because the Terminator's never around long enough to see age, so I guess he ages because it's living tissue around him. I'm surprised they
0: didn't just deage him.
1: I'm glad they didn't. Uh, I'm
0: glad they didn't, too, but I'm just surprised they didn't go with that because you'd think
1: living machine or. Yeah, living machine wouldn't really age. But I guess the tissue surrounding the machine is real, right? So it would age. Uh, that's that's the way I, that's what I'm going with that's it that's interesting I yeah, yeah, yeah. don't sure. know how it has the ability to grow facial hair
0: <laughs> I guess they really sent for the primo skin I, I guess so um, it's got little nanobots that just make stubble
1: I'm not saying that so Carl ter- the Terminator that kills John kind of like Carl we'll call him Carl he learns to be human yeah which I didn't kind think of. was possible I think a Terminator could like It's weird that he grows a conscious because he kills John and he feels bad for killing John.
0: I guess because he's evolving constantly because he just interacts with humans the whole time.
1: Yeah, I guess once his mission is... He's an
0: AI, so, I mean, AIs learn. AIs, they take inputs and they turn them into not their own personality because they're AI, but, like, Uh, characteristics.
1: And I guess in the terms of this timeline and for 1, 2, and 3, we're going to call this 3 because it's a direct sequel to 2. Sure. I'm We've never TF. seen a Terminator post-mission. No. So post-mission, I guess it could learn and evolve. They're and like the me eg- Sure. <laughs> That's good. Um, yeah, so this Terminator met a single mom that was being abused and formed a relationship and adopted her son as his own and has a family. Which is great. He, I'm for it. Chose the name Carl. Kind of funny. He sells drapes. He does. He Yeah. and He's, he's re- telling him a drape story. That even. was awesome. So all, I laughed so hard at his lines. <laughs> like when... listener. When, 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 Sarah, when Sarah Connor... I'm extremely funny. <laughs> yes. I'm extremely funny. When Sarah of shoots him like in the chest like six times and he goes, this is going to be really hard to explain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he puts a on. Yes. Exactly. Oh. And then he's telling his, his drape story when he was like, when "He was like, it's really important. A uh, a poor decision can ruin a whole room." I knew a father that wanted to get a solid color for his daughter. He I said
0: polka dots or butterflies. I
1: said, "Don't do it." Because <laughs> <laughs> he's so matter of fact, and I guess uh, he's incapable of laughing because he's probably not programmed to. Yeah. You never hear a Terminator laugh, right? So he laughing too. Nope. Ah, uh, so. Yeah, he just like, it, it broke up the movie nicely because I was kind of getting sick of the characters we were, the main characters we were seeing over and over again. And then when he comes in, I'm like, okay, I think he was certainly needed. Yeah, because there's just not, there's too much monotony. Yes. It's
0: just... Running away. Grace and Danny run away from New Terminator.
1: Yep. And repeat. Yes. And repeat. And they make it a point to say, hey a Rev-9 is coming after us. You don't kill a Rev-9, you run away from a Rev-9. But ha- you've done this before. Exactly. You've done it before and you know that when Arnold mentions the EMP, oh, that can kill a Rev-9. Why don't you just go down there and say, "Okay, we have to protect you and get an EMP so we can <laughs> so we can destroy the Rev-9." What'd you think of the technology as far as for the Rev-9? It was a combination of cool. terminator 1 and 2, right? Yeah. He's got the ability to like mold himself into different shapes, but this he has a skeleton, a metal skeleton now, and they can like
0: I think he doesn't terminators have metal skeletons in both movies?
1: No. The uh, no. no the the two doesn't? Yeah, the two. Oh, cuz he was liquid metal. He yeah, was liquid metal, yes. What's well, a different model. Exactly. Yeah, okay, yeah. Well, it's a different different technology. That's really? also
0: very true. Yeah. It's weird that they still call them Terminators.
1: I mean, Sarah Connor calls it a Terminator. <laughs> but Carl does too. Well, because Carl is a Terminator. But Grace does. <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> know if Grace actually does. I don't think she does, actually.
0: Someone who who is timestamping this movie also let us know if Grace uses the word Terminator I guess
1: unabated. people that are aware of the, or beings that are aware of the original timeline refer to them as Terminators. Grace just refers to as a Rev-9. That's probably true. Um, I didn't get lost. That lost in the minutia. Yeah. So this Rev Nine, it can shape shift. It can touch somebody, assume their looks and their clothes, and also separate and can come at you from multiple. Apparently, if he touches you, he kills you. Like that's just a rule of the Rev Nine. I
0: guess. That's yeah. A code he lives by. I guess
1: he can. I don't know if he touches you, he kills you. That's I guess. A, he... That's a line in the movie. It's a line like he. I think she was implying if he t- if he took your dad's identity then he killed him.
0: Yeah, yeah, like he's like he's not death. Like if he touches you you're not instantly dead. Yeah, anymore.
1: like cuz he touches Danny at the end, right? Yeah. And
0: Danny survives.
1: Spoiler alert.
0: <laughs> Which is crazy cuz that was his one mission.
1: Yeah. Uh, but he was pretty mangled
0: at that point. Oh, he was, yeah.
1: That's that be funny if he,
0: if she touches him And, like, that's the thing he needed to regenerate (laughs) was human contact. Right? Can you imagine? (laughs) Terminator Darker Fate, (laughs)
1: 2021. Canceled. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Favorite scene for me, I guess, is Carl. (laughs) Carl's story. It is funny, man.
0: It is good. I I like the choice.
1: Yes, I do. Um, Poor choice revealing that Arnold's the movie in the trailer. That would have been fun in theaters. Like, I, 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 today trailers give away way too much.
0: I was okay with the basic trailer we've been getting for six months. It just shows you Arnold opening the door, Carl opening the door. Right. And then the new extended trailer that I saw before, like, one movie lets you know Carl's part in the story, like, that he's going to be training them and stuff. And I'm like, this is stupid. Why would you put this in the trailer? So, obviously,
1: this movie hasn't made money. Yeah. Do you think that was one of the efforts to try to get butts in seats? Probably. Like however, I feel they thought it was going to make money, right? And I just feel like in today's day and age No one cares about this franchise anymore. No one cares about this franchise. We give away too much in the trailer. Like the Civil War trailer showed Spider Man stealing Captain America's Shield. Wow, Spider Man's in this, he's joining the MCU. Can you imagine seeing that in theaters, not knowing he was in the movie? The joy you would have felt like with with that reveal. That would've been amazing, right? I feel that Great. That's robbed from you by revealing that. Like, I would have liked... I'm like, my God, Arnold's in this? Or I don't know if yeah. it would have been like, uh, Arnold's in <laughs> like, it. Like, I would have been fun not knowing.
0: Yeah, I don't think I would have been upset. Part of this movie made me up. Just like the, the I guess, fan service slash throwbacks. I'll be back. He won't be back. Yeah. I won't be back. It's, I,
1: it, it, <sighs> it's, the line is... It's infamous, but... You didn't need it. It's, it's too much. You didn't have to do it three times. Yeah. I'm a fan of fan service. I think it's important. In small doses, I like it. I feel that some certain filmmakers try to go out of the way not to include filmmakers. And certain filmmakers go way over the top to include fan service. Fanservice. Yes. Well, I screwed up before. You said filmmakers oh, a bunch of times. No, I meant to say fan yeah, yeah. service the first time. <laughs> anyway, um, this was a little too much especially without one line oh god yes um it does kind of fit the recent trend of retreading the same crap i know but i hate it i like it when it's done correctly like force awakens was all that in a bag of chips and i love that movie (laughs) and i love that movie too
0: yeah just if you're gonna do fan service it has to feel not unique but fresh i guess
1: a good thing they do, which was somewhat fan service, is when Arnold picks up his sunglasses and puts them back down. I was fine with that. I like, I like that, that. He shouldn't put them on. He's a different character now. He's evolved. Yes. I was going to bring up the fact that, again, with the Edward Furlong death scene, that Sarah Connor looks way too good for 1998 and way too terrible for 2019. However, she probably had a really rough 20 years.
0: Yeah, she's been...
1: Drinking in, non-stop.
0: Drinking non-stop in some shit. Yeah, yes. killing Terminators once a year. Probably. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Whenever she gets a text, she'll show up and kill a Terminator. I didn't like her relationship with that uh, that um, military guy that gives him the EMP. I didn't buy that they were friends. No, I didn't buy it either. It's it made not, no sense to me. I felt slapped in there at the she, last minute. She shouldn't have military friends because she prevented Judgment Day. Yeah. So she's not a part of the resistance, you know, like there shouldn't be that shouldn't be a thing.
0: Well, I guess on the run she happened to like help some people or something and she has a couple allies. I mean you don't do what she did for twenty years without having anyone to turn to or like owe you a favor.
1: Yeah. I get but that's a pretty high ranking official. Yeah. I'm okay I, with
0: I, the concept. I just don't like how it felt. Their relationship felt very forced and not like they were actually Friends. Yeah, I, I really didn't buy it.
1: It's funny, my favorite thing is anything Carl, but my least favorite thing is very much to do with Carl.
0: <laughs> my least favorite thing, well, it's not my least favorite thing, but a thing I don't like a lot has to do with Carl. So you go ahead, and I hope it's the same
1: one. I'm glad we get Carl action. Sure. Love the fact that we get Carl action. I know Linda. Uh, Sarah Connor has to kind of forgive Carl at some point. That's... that's a driving plot point in this movie, even though it comes up... It's one of the subplots they hammered on the end there. Yes. But the fact that he... Danny is about to stab the Rev-9 and kill it. And it's going to be a big moment for Danny to do it, because that's going to set her on this path where she is going to save humanity. Right? She's about to do it. The Rev-9 knocks whatever is in her hand, out of her hand, and now they're struggling... Then Linda Hamble, Sarah Connor s- says, "Carl, wake up." She calls him Carl after she says she's not going yep. to call him Carl. He wakes up. They kind of have like a forgiveness moment there. Then he kind of beats the shit out of the Rev Nine and allows Danny to do the stabbing. I didn't think he needed to do that. I feel that kind of st- stole Danny's thunder a little bit.
0: Yeah, like he didn't need to go down with the with the Rev Nine.
1: No, he,
0: he didn't. And then at the I don't like at the end that his last words are. For John. Like, it had, yeah. it had a cool moment. Mm-hmm. Like, I, that was the only part of the movie where I felt slightly emotional. I was like, oh, man. Yeah. I don't like that he never apologized for killing John. No. Like, he knows that she's upset, but he's just like, I understand you're upset. Exa- exactly. But again,
1: that was his mission. Like, there was no way around it. But, like, he didn't apologize. Yeah. It's, just, it's one of those
0: things that, like, you couldn't throw that line in there.
1: Mm hmm.
0: I think. Paul would be all about that.
1: I think Danny kills the Rev 9. Carl wakes up after the fact. He has a moment with Sarah Connor, and then they just go on their way. But again... Gets his family back.
0: That would have been awesome. It would have
1: been awesome if Carl gets his family back. But Carl's, he doesn't apologize, but he kind of says his past is going to catch up with him. Yeah. So he's got to atone for the sins of his past, right? Yes. So his atonement is him sacrificing himself. I just feel that that takes too much away from Danny's moment. I would have done it differently. I'm just not sure how I would have done it yet
0: me either but I do agree with you cuz that's supposed to be Danny's shining moment and she like transforms into the person you know she's going to be. Yes. And then she kind of does but also kind of doesn't.
1: I could see the Rev-9 early on in that final battle scene gaining the upper hand over Danny where Carl has to sacrifice himself in order to let the fight progress. But I think Danny has to have that final kill all to herself. Yeah. I agree, I agree uh grace going down with the ship kind of made me emotional and I got emotional twice Grace sacrificing herself because her power supply is going to kill the rev nine and Danny's speech to the humans in the future about how we have to band together I mean that that was that was kind of badass and at, at that point in the movie I don't know, it just it's kind of got to me a little bit okay that's not bad.
0: I don't like, the thing I don't like about Grace is self-sacrifice. I like the, like the act of it. I don't like that she tells Danny to use her power source, and then, like, we found, Carl's like, I found your meds, so it seems like Grace is going to have to do that, and then Grace does it anyway. Yeah. Like, at the moment it's brought up should be the moment it's done, instead of being like, we're going to have to do this right now. Oh, wait, no, we don't. Hey, remember that thing we didn't have
1: to do? We gotta do it now. Yeah. No, it's it's kind of choppy. I do like... You left this on the plane. That That's with the meds. I did yeah. like that line. And I do like... The conversation
0: of her sacrificing girl should have been after that meds moment. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, it it totally should have Like, should've it should have been. been in the moment. There's no time, no alternatives.
1: And, I don't know, I think it would have been a little bit more powerful, too, if Grace is fighting the Rev-9 without her meds. And, like hanging in there but you know she can't win because she just isn't strong enough that always gets me in Mm -hmm. movies like the end of logan when like oh yeah when he's all hopped up on all the medicine yes and he's just just drained and then he has to fight the x-24 x-24 it's like i that i burst i like i don't burst into tears but i i got tears running down my face every single time because it's like sometimes especially like sports like i love sports You just get too old. You can't do it anymore. But you're in the moment, and you just think maybe, maybe there's a moment, there's adrenaline, there's a fleeting chance that you're going to be able to pull this off. One out of a hundred. But you're facing someone younger, better, more talented, more powerful at this time, and you just can't freaking do it. But as an audience member, you believe that he can. I don't know, <laughs> and
0: most of the time in movies they let them at least be on par with them because yes. it's their one last shining Just moment for a little bit. I really do like that. I like that trope. I guess it's a trope. Is it? Is it? Yeah. I'm assuming that's what you classify that as, but yeah, I really do like that set of circumstances. Also, um, I was hoping for that too.
1: Logan's the only example of it that I can like find. <laughs> um, I guess it probably exists in many like other. Jake Taylor Bunning in Major League. Yeah, the end. it's, it's he, he beats it out. Yeah. But you know, he's like, he's Jake Taylor, he's an older player, he's 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 facing the best closer in the league, he can't get around this fastball, there's no hero home run coming up, you think there might be, but it would have been way too cheesy if he hits it. That's a good pick. Yep, Good pick.
0: So you did favorite, favorite. I did. Uh, My favorite scene is the factory fight, the kill box, quote unquote, at the end. Okay. It's just because that action sequence is well put together. It feels like there's progression. I don't love the the Carl ruining the moment thing, but everything else, like, as far as the fight scene goes in an action sequence, it's good. I yeah, like it. Yeah, it's fine. And my least favorite is another action sequence, it's the one in the sky. It's the one in the jet, where they're just flying around, blasting holes in planes, and
1: just... Yeah.
0: It's really stupid. It is.
1: It's a... Right? Was he on a helicopter?
0: No, they're all in the plane together, aren't Well, they? where... And how does... He, like, shoots the... How does the open. Rev-9
1: get onto the plane? Does he shoot... I- Oh yeah, he did have a helicopter. No. Yeah, I think he got there with a helicopter. Oh, their stupid plan is to escape in the Humvee because they have parachutes. But she says it no, not like so nonchalantly. They would be dead. Yes, you
0: do not land a Humvee from a
1: plane. No, in and the, it's like I don't like, care how many parachutes you put on the thing. Do you know how to fly this thing? Yeah, it's okay though if we can't make it because we have a Humvee with the parachute on it. She says like, oh yeah, no, we do this all the time. I've been doing this for twenty years. <laughs> exactly, man. It's uh. Yeah, that that that's bad that's that's not good a good action sequence that we didn't talk about is the um border patrol detainee escape scene because they've made it a point not to call them prisoners yes I do kind of like that where they're ripping I mean it's it's a little backhanded political having all the detainees escape and making the border patrol out to be like the bad people yeah. here but the border patrol people have come off as pretty stupid <laughs> Especially when the Rev Nine walks through the metal detector, and goes bare-headed bear, 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 to beat my whole body's a weapon. <laughs> and then like he's like metal hip. He's like save, save it for the ladies. Oh metal hip, you know two t- two tours in uh, Afghanistan. All right, thank you for your service. Just move right on. You're not gonna wand him. <laughs> no. Let's <laughs> wand the guy. It's your one job. <laughs> but he's a service man.
0: I oh, know. Thank you for your service. Got to watch anyway. Policy. That's a big hippie you got there. And Then that guy would die.
1: Or maybe he goes, Oh, man, this thing's busted. Go on through. <laughs> You're not a metal man. That can't be right. <laughs> you don't have metal in your face. All <laughs> oh, my stars.
0: <laughs> uh I should read some Cory stuff. Yes, Corey, what are your thoughts? I'm going to skim this quickly. How long is it? It's really long. Wow. Uh, Corey really... I'll just sum it up, I guess. He really hates the fact that they rebooted the franchise. Didn't really reboot it, but...
1: It's, conti- it's kind of like a Force Awakens reboot.
0: Kind of. This will begin to make things right, if <laughs> it doesn't. Uh, they don't like doesn't like that try to make us believe she was just Sarah 2.0. At no point was I fooled by that. Yeah, we clutched on that. Arnold's storyline just seemed too wild for me to even consider in real time. The relationship was too far. Why do we need to even further humanize the machine? Well, I mean... That's just the, the direction they want this character, yeah. yeah. The biggest missed opportunity of the film was to have the bad turnator take and apply Arnold's arm but not turn into him. The Rev-9, I guess, because he ripped off Arnold's...
1: So, hand, mm, hand
0: arm. That would have been too much Arnold. <laughs> yeah. and this just not turn into him. Just apply the arm.
1: Apply the arm and not turn
0: into I him? I guess just give him like a third arm coming out of his chest or something. I don't, I don't really understand. Well, at one point he
1: takes Arnold's like arm, right? Yeah, he rips it off. He rips it
0: off, right? Mm-hmm.
1: And, okay. I
0: think Corey just wants him to put it on like a, like a trophy or something.
1: Interesting. Corey explain that next week.
0: <laughs> we could probably remind him. Uh, now for the good, he thinks the de-aging looked good and was quick. Oh, I'm guessing he means John Connor.
1: John Connor and I Sarah guess, Connor. Yeah. And yeah. Arnold. Arnold looked bad though.
0: Yeah, Arnold didn't look great. Of the three, of the three, he looked the worst. Yes. he looked noticeably worst. Plot wasn't entirely awful. And it's it's wasn't, recycled. Yeah. Performances were either great or a huge whiff. Linda Hamilton's bullshit speech on the bed was dumb. When, she wasn't great in this,
1: Linda Hamilton.
0: like No, she just... Uh, she's much better in the other two.
1: She's a bitter, jaded woman, and I guess if that's what they're going for, they did good with it,
0: but... It's like when my grandma used to get crotchety when we went out to dinner. Like,
1: that's how Linda Hamilton <laughs> instructs me in this Yeah, movie. you know... It's it's very it's the polar opposite of the other two, right? So I guess you need it in a way you're not supposed to like Linda. Yeah. you're supposed to and like you
0: don't. So it's it works, I guess.
1: Yes, you get uplifted when she first shows up, and it's cool that she's still badass enough she can pull off what she's trying to do. But yeah, she's she's a downer.
0: <laughs> and Natalia Reyes who plays uh, Danny. Danny. No, we won't run. Nobody else is gonna die for me. Shit. The cabin was a little over the top for me. I liked it. it was I have good to take enough. a
1: stand some point, and that's that's when the if she doesn't want to live in fear. I guess it's I guess at some point everyone would pick that right and that's that's when the obvious reveal yes. happens right? I've seen that look before <laughs> and when. Yeah, and uh, you, you need that, because they make it a point so many times to say, you don't kill a Rev-9, you run for it. You're not going to run for it for this movie and whatever sequels you had down the pipe. She's got to make it like... Well, actually, because she doesn't look older.
0: She looks the same age in the future that she does in the present. As to put when Grace is a little girl.
1: She looks the same age, but I guess the a term I would use is hardened. She, she, no, but I mean, time has passed, because Grace yes.
0: has aged. But Danny hasn't. Danny doesn't look any older. So it's a weird detail that just kind of bothered me.
1: Okay, I don't know how far in the future we are.
0: 2042. Look at, look at Grace.
1: Right, but right, so this is taking place in.
0: Yeah, Grace is at least like a at least ten years older than that. So Danny's the age of at least this, ten years. Hang on. Um.
1: I think, maybe not. No, I'm just. Tr- this is taking place in twenty nineteen or close enough, right? Yeah. Oh, maybe not. Because at the end they go see
0: Danny, the, uh, go see Danny as a little girl together when they do go see Danny as a little girl together. So maybe I
1: don't maybe know. It's if, not that far off. I don't know. The only year they give is the nineteen ninety eight year. I'm assuming this takes place in present day. Grace says she's from twenty forty two. Oh yeah. So that's another twenty years, right? Twenty two years, twenty three years, and Danny. That's too much. That's too many years. That's that's Grace at the height of the resistance there. Like I'm assuming that's when she. We don't see Danny in 2042. We see yeah, Grace yeah. in 2042. I think again, we've like, probably Grace see Danny in enough. like 2035. I don't know. I don't know. The aging's weirdness. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, we're not getting anywhere with this. No. That's my fault. It's okay. His Corey's favorite scene is the first fight in the car factory. I agree that that looks really cool. Yes, it is.
1: We got a lot of that in the trailer,
0: though. Yeah. Unfortunately. Least favorite: the whole Arnold growing a conscience. I just don't think the movie needed it. I'm. Think we're going to disagree with you on that one, Corey? We we totally are. Yeah. It's
1: going to be. You have Arnold in there. You got to have do. You have to have him do something different. Otherwise, this is Terminator
0: Redux. It's because I've done Arnold on both sides as like the emotionless, the same Terminator. Like the first one, he's the villain. The second one, he's the savior. Right. What are you going to do with this one? Exactly. He's got to be the comic relief without ever laughing which is a really interesting choice for comic relief but it works and then the last thing he has is his rating so we'll get to that now? now you have any more? yeah why not I got nothing else no no I think I'm done I think I'm tapped out So let's move on to rating Terminator Dark Fate. Every movie that we review on this podcast, we end up giving a rating to of Infinity Stones from 1 to 6. If you give it 6, you can give it an Infinity Gauntlet. Let's find out what the three of us are giving it. Why don't you start, Joe? I will start. Sure, why not? I think this movie is okay. I don't know that I'm ever going to see it again. I assume it's better than the other Terminators because I've never seen them, but it doesn't hold a candle to 1 and 2. So for that, I feel like I've been giving this rating out left and right lately but i think i'm giving this movie three stones
1: okay i'm right there with you at three stones leaving the theater i was kind of out of four but just the more i thought about it it's the same crap we get in one and two and one and two does it so much better agreed so much better the reveal's way too obvious the action scenes are good but not great in my opinion it's not bad by any stretch it isn't. I've I'm not, seen
0: many worse movies this year.
1: I'm not surprised it's not making its money back. People seem to be dumb with the franchise. It doesn't need to exist. Correct. Three Stones. Yeah, I'm never going to see it again. I can't give it the fourth. Usually we give the fourth for a rewatchability factor. I mean, if this is on cable, if, if Carl's on screen, I'll watch it, right? He's the only rewatchable uh, aspect of it for me. I think this is a franchise killer. I don't think they're making any more. I don't think they are either, but that's just because it bombed. Like, I, I think
0: I would be... want to shut it off if I turn it on a scene with Linda Hamilton. It's
1: weird. It bombed because we didn't want it. It didn't bomb because it doesn't give us any closure. Yeah, you know, like, it's an okay movie, but just no one cared. Right, like... Some, some movies aren't franchise killers or franchise enders, right? Like Rambo Last Blood. I'm the only one in the room here that saw it. but that, I wanted to see that. It was it was really good, in my opinion. Man, It's like a 50 or round to me. It's like a Rambo movie, so what do you expect? It gives closure to the character. I don't feel like we got any closure to Sarah Connor. No, now she's just on the road with Danny, and like who cares? Right, and the movie literally ends with, with Danny and Sarah Connor driving down the street in a Jeep. Yep. I have no idea where they're going, and I, don't I really care. don't care to see where they're going. My favorite characters are both dead. My, my two favorite characters in this both died. so Yes. Yeah, But if they do make another one, I hope we get the line for Carl. <laughs> for, for Carl. I keep getting these texts.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Corey's rating. Uh, I overall liked it. For a film that didn't need to be made, it was solid. No real urge to see it again, but I'm deaf not upset I saw it. Three stones.
1: All right, sweep it.
0: Uh, Final thoughts slash theories. The military major who committed treason for Sarah to being... To bring her the EMP was the son of the scientist from T2. That's why he said an old friend and was even willing to help her in the first place. That's entirely possible.
1: Yes, maybe they say his name, too, so maybe that's a connection. I haven't seen anyone else make that point. Corey, I hope you're right. I hope you're right, too. That's
0: that's cool. Huh? That's, that that solves a little bit of the weird relationship problem for that's us. That's next
1: level, too. I might yeah. actually... Little that little kid was my show. favorite
0: character in the second movie.
1: <laughs> He's a better little kid than Edward Furlong in that
0: movie. He's a better kid actor than an adult actor, I think, based on what I saw, if that's him.
1: I don't think it's the same I actor. Know not the same actor. I know it's the same actor. Definitely the same character. Oh, well, not definitely the same character. Well, I hope it was character. the same character. That'd be really awesome, actually.
0: That is a good point. Corey, I like your theory. Hope it's true. I hope
1: then it totally fixes my point of. I don't buy their relationship at all, but they th- if we've seen their previous history, then absolutely. Yeah. Corey, if that theory is right, I'm willing to bump my rating up to three stones. You gave it three stones. I know. <laughs> Funny guy. <laughs> so, that yeah. char- the scientist character's name in Terminator 2 is Miles Dyson. So, okay. if this guy has the last name of Dyson, then I, Corey, I think you're right on.
0: Oh, I hope he does. Let's cast, see. cast. I don't think so.
1: I haven't got to him yet.
0: It's Major Dean. Ah, it it just says Dean. I got a
1: Major Dean on IMDb.
0: So either Dean is his last name or he's named weird. Corey, it should have been Major Dyson. That was the (laughs) giant missed opportunity by this movie. (laughs) And they won't get a shot to redeem it. And those are our ratings for Terminator Dark Fate. If you've seen it and want to let us know or just let us know your favorite part of any Terminator movie. I'm assuming it's from one and two, but I could be wrong. Send us an email
1: to zthpodcast at gmail.com. Boom.
0: Boom!
1: We're on Twitter at zthpodcast. If you have a... You know what? Send us a picture of your drapes. What color? If they're polka dot. If they're Ooh, butterflies. Yes. If they're balloons. Uh, uh, on Instagram, at ZTH Podcast. We're also on Facebook. Facebook.com slash ZTH Podcast. Or search for us within Facebook. Zeros Talking Heroes. Zeros and Heroes. And in an ES. I'm proud
0: of you every time. Thank you. <laughs> and go on iTunes or your podcast app of choice. Give us a five-star rating if you can. Review would be cool. Telling people about the show. Subscribe. All these things you do. Check out our social media. Engage with us on it. That's all we can ask of you. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Teaser. Spotify. We're close. We're, we're close. We're close. We're kind of on there, but not no, grouped as a show. It's really weird. It's I don't know really how It's really
1: strange. It. One day we'll figure out how you to know. fix it. I swear.
0: <laughs> probably. The next movie we're going to do for the next episode is going to be Electra. All right. Yeah, forgot, didn't we? Uh, I've never <laughs> seen that. I think you said you've seen maybe part of it. Parts of it. I don't know if Corey on has. cable. I don't know. So I, I don't think it's going to be good, but it should be fun to talk about, maybe.
1: Yeah. Right. Bad uh, bad movies make good for good episodes. And this Usually. Doesn't, doesn't have a good uh, track record. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't at all. So tune in for that next time.
0: Until next time, it's my job, as always, to let you know that every movie out there is someone's favorite movie. Terminator Dark Fate, I mean, by rule of the internet, it has to be, but I don't know who that person is.
1: Probably is. Why not? Again, I've made this joke before. Never could seen be, another movie. Could be someone's first movie. <laughs> <laughs> good. It's, it's still good every time. Yes. Take care, everybody.
0: We out.